0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Hashtag Anime Talk. This is episode 48. I'm your host Mr. Lyndon Burton. Joined and I usually say in like good spirits or What's up? But like, we just gotta be blank. We we're not gonna talk. This is not the pod where we're talking about the coronavirus. But these are troubling times, Chrisa.
1: Yeah, bro. We it fucked around. Like we went, we did, um, we did uh, what was it called? An a Mississippi
0: Anime Fest. Mississippi and, Anime and we, Fest. And low key, me and Chrisa were like hand sanitizing the whole day. They had people that was like not giving a fuck. Like it was pop. Me and him were like, "Yo, what's up with this coronavirus?" Yeah, we were hand In sanitizing the, the, the whole week. Anything. But see, I think that was like us not even like pan. I think that was us like taking precautions then all week it just gets worse and worse and worse and we were
1: supposed to have Comic-Con at the end of that week like we did canceled. Mississippi Anime Fest then the next weekend we were supposed to do Lafayette uh Comic-Con and canceled canceled
0: and low key if i'm being honest with the fans i don't think me and crystal will be going on tour at least until august
1: ah uh, i'm hoping it, we get rid of this shit by june let's let's get back to the summer, you know what I'm saying? I can't imagine quarantining that long, just because at the end of the day, bro, people's jobs is like...
0: I, and that goes to show, and I and we'll, we'll talk more about this on Thursday, the Bros Who Think podcast, because Crystal will be on with me and Doom, no sports, so we're just, we're shooting the shit. That'll be a more laid-back conversation, because we're going to get off of this soon, but that just shows how these social contracts can be just gone in an instant.
1: Yeah, like, and I'm not gonna go lie. With. We made like seeing
0: sports go, I think really hit niggas
1: hard. Yeah. Uh, bro, there's a lot of <laughs> shit. The thing is with with anime, with this anime talk, it's not yeah. like this is not news talk, but at the end of the day it's gonna cross over eventually. I remember whenever it, they had like, the spook that they thought whenever Oda was sick, they thought it was corona it's like nigga he didn't have the corona. Can we
0: save this? Because that's a topic. Someone sent in a question. It's a news topic. We gotta uh cover that what's up and later in the show. That's but good. I do wanna shout out at Mississippi Anime Fest, we did procure a new Trafalgar Law figure. It is now probably my favorite figure. He has the stuff the outfit from Punk Hazard, the shambles is going up like I'm loving. Yeah, this is this that's definitely my favorite
1: Law. uh figure here for sure like that Trafalgar Law. Yeah, I think badass. that's my, I,
0: th- I think that's the set's coolest figure. That Kakashi's a close second. And then I would probably go uh I got Deku third. Karishima's hard though. But I got Karishima and Luffy tied. And then Lupin and then Tadra and then Trunks. Gohan's fucking last. We don't people don't even need to see Gohan. But yeah, man, so we will get into the corona talk, but I just wanted to say troubling times. Not to make a joke, but I gotta make a joke because like we're podding. This is content. We gotta make light of it. I got my Duster Trigon jacket ready. Oh we my god. Apocalypse <laughs> hit. I am ready. Yo, anime niggas. We have anime niggas and women. My the ladies, the males, we have been preparing for this. Low-key, our whole lives, if you watch Trigon, if you watch Cowboy Bebop, you watch Desert Punk, if you watch these post-apocalyptic anime sci-fis, even if it's live action, we've been preparing for this, and I have my outfit ready to go. It's probably going to be a black shirt like this, a duster that can zip up, maybe a jacket in between the duster as well to get a hood in there, and then I'm going to have my samurai sword on my hip, ready for if a nigga want to bust out, I'm going to slash butt in these American times, I got to get a gun, because low-key... (laughs)
1: <laughs> N- niggas pull the toolie out <laughs> Have the toolie, so you gotta have the blicky on deck at all times you can't just be without the blicky
0: what a wild way to start off anime talk but like it might get to that point
1: hopefully I'm it doesn't I'm not gonna lie man hopefully it doesn't but uh very prepared, you know what I'm saying, you boy. <laughs> and, and look, the, I got the, my the, the shoe you know what I'm saying ready me, to go. Let me say this: these, these are just
0: jokes. What we said before is, I think we'll get back to like regular shit. Oh, I say no Jude, joke,
1: man. If some crazy shit happened, I got the <laughs> shoe suite on deck. So <laughs> shoop, 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 I sharpened that bitch, nigga. It's not. It's not for show.
0: <laughs> I got my Sasuke sword ready to go. It's
1: for show, but I could pull it off the wall and get to slicing with that bitch. You know what I'm saying I can't. Tell, if the kids come over and they want, oh, let me play with this sword. Hey, hey don't. It's t- <laughs> <laughs> not. It's not a dull blade, baby. I'm sorry, you got to put that. We got to put that one down. You know that's gonna mean that it's not a dull blade. <laughs> it's not a double blade. You gotta put that bitch down. You know what I'm saying? You might fuck around and hurt somebody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> might get to stabbing somebody, man. Get to poking. Ooh, you don't want to poke nobody with your shoe sweep, bro. That's gonna <laughs> oh, shit. hurt. All and right. when I when I start getting them, cause Shu is the beginning But you know law sword mm-hmm. When you see that nigga sword It's not no sh- dagger That nigga has a long sword When I get that one Get the <laughs> poke <laughs> It's over for y'all But let's start the episode Let's get in the news Because anime is a
0: bright spot In this Because a lot of stuff Is continuing But mm-hmm. we do have news later on But we did have an announcement Announcing Shu weekly Weekly Shonen Jump magazine Amniplex has announced its plans for a Demon Slayer video game to be released on PlayStation in 2021. Being that you are the Demon Slayer stan, I'm going to pose this. Do you want a fighting game or do you want a single-player story game? Damn, man. Both? You're not getting both. You're only getting one. Well, you mean you mean like... I'm talking like what Bandai could give us, like maybe not Legend of Kakarot, but like those early Goku games where you play through his story or like the Naruto games where you play through his story... Cause like I don't, I don't. Is it wrong of me to say I don't want a demon slayer fighting game? I would rather an RPG or play as Tanjiro through this shit. Like I don't want to have to just fight. Like, cause they don't ever
1: do sword play right. It's not just a regular sword uh, anime. So it's like you wouldn't get just regular sword fighting, and it would be, it would be hard to. Cause you would just slash and cut them, but it's like. And then where we are in the anime, all we have is a few demons and a few. A few what demon slayers like but it's we don't have
0: 2021, so we might have the movie out by then.
1: Yeah, but the movie even we just get really spoiler alert. We really just get Ring Goku's little arc because this is the arc where Rengoku Goku uh, pulls up. So we we don't even get to Ten Gen till probably season two. I'm I'm for sure they're not putting the Ten anything about him in the the movie the train uh, movie. So it depends on when we're getting the anime and when we're getting to... it. Might be end of 2021. So do you want a fighter? Is the question? Ah, that one's hard because if we, if we I do have a fighter we're not we're not going to get Tengen, the mist god we're not going to get or
0: they do the spoiler thing like they do for did for naruto and my hero and put
1: we're not going to get new era moves on cuz muzan oh yeah we're not getting that yeah we're not getting new moves on we're getting we're old getting michael muzan jackson maybe. Moves on, maybe and M- michael jackson moves on really doesn't what techniques does he have? what they kind just of fighting you don't make up moves you don't really know what moves muzan they're going to do poke finger pokes it would have to be legacy of Goku. uh yeah legacy of goku
0: that's what i, I just want to a uh, uh a single player game in the vein of like Arkham, something like that that's like going through the Demon Slayer story. I know and look, I know that's asking a lot of Bandai, so I'm not expecting that, but like give me something to where like
1: I'm not gonna lie I, I don't
0: I just don't want to fucking fight her, bro. If like, they would
1: have done jump force right, because this is my thing, right? Tandra should have been in Jump Force. Big fan of Jump Force. Uh, that sounds probably weird because niggas hate Jump Force and niggas probably be like, big fan of Jump Force? What the, f- what is wrong with you? But at the end of the day I liked it. It was fun gameplay. It was a fun story mode. I was, uh, I'm a big fan of, I always champion the DS games, the ones that play like Smash Bros. Um, like One Piece Grand Battle X. It, it, it's uh the Shonen Jump game where you play as everybody. But if they would make Jump Force 2 today and improve upon everything we hate about Jump Force 1, make it better and then add some of the new characters i'd want something more like that because i feel like it's kind of too early for a demon slayer game just to make it not half ass but yeah. if you do make a short game
0: uh um, fighter that's what they're gonna do
1: but uh, fighter will be so whack because first of all one of the demons all he does is flip the room around you know how hard you know how op of a power that is you know how that's, hard it would be to fight in the room like, a like solo that
0: Solo mission like imagine a level like one of the levels mm-hmm. the room flips upside down you got to fight the boss with the controls reversed i can imagine Associated it being like there.
1: pirate warriors um i play pirate warriors it's like this kind of dynasty warriors kind of game yeah. where you get this flood of uh different marines yeah. yeah and you gotta whoop all the marines asses take over a little territory what if it's like that with demons and then you get to the boss demon and the boss demon's the a boss fight then you get to the next arc and then like a lot of the times uh in pirate warriors uh i'm, I'm playing pirate warriors 3 It's the only one i've ever played uh prepping myself for power warriors 4 uh, if I decide to cop it, because I, I don't know. I got to wait. I got to see people. I'm not even done with three yet. But anyway, the point is, the first uh, mission or whatever was uh, Luffy getting Zoro. So you're playing as Luffy alone, right? Mm-hmm. Then once you get past that mission, Zoro's now on your team. You power Zoro up. You level Zoro up. Uh, the next mission is, what is it? The um, What's the arc right after that? Usopp? Yeah, Usopp. Usopp. The Usopp shit and Nami's with him. You get the Nami shit real quick, but she's not really a fighter. So the next character you unlock is Usopp. And, um... You're leveling up Zora at the same time. So you have this team. I could imagine it being like, okay, first you get roll by itself. Then you, you stumble across Zenitsu. Then you stumble across uh, Inosuke. And it works like that. And you tackle these demon by demon until you reach. I don't know what arc we're going to stop at. But it, it can be done well if they just focus on a sharp piece and make that as as good as possible. Because them trying to do too much and half-ass and everything is going to just fuck everything up. It's, and a fighter... I can't imagine them dropping a fighter game unless it's like a $20, $30. I can't imagine them dropping a $60 oh, Switch game or like a full price. It's, it's
0: going to be a full price. It's fighter
1: game. But, oh, ah, that's man.
0: Bandai, bro. they coming for the
1: bag. They're sitting there like, y'all like Demon Slayer? I want a Demon Slayer game. We're going to give it to y'all. I, would wish, I wish it would be like something small, like on the Switch or something. Something that don't going to be... Well, not small because Switch it's, is big. It's going to be on PlayStation. But uh, They already said. like, I, I, You know Legacy of Goku? That was great because it was a Game Boy Advance game. Like Kakarot... I heard people talk about Kakarot week one, and then after that, nobody was talking about Kakarot anymore.
0: But Amniplex said they they have plans for it. We don't know if Bandai's doing this. They might go their own route and just solo single player with PlayStation. And if imagine if we get a Demon Slayer game that's like Marvel Spider Man, and I know that's me just like wishing for something great, mm-hmm.
1: but like that would be amazing. So I'm 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 a, I'm a big fan of the idea, and a lot of people may not be with me on this. This is just me uh, being weird, I guess uh but there's these kind of games where um like legacy of goku you start you play as goku you play through the story mode or there's these there's these um these games like xenoverse where you fight and it's a fighting game and it's like you go along with a similar story mode and it's like you go along with the source material and Xeno, xenoverse is great because it's a play off the source material it's like they do times uh changing things or whatever the case may be but what i'm getting at is wh- I, I think it's uh it would be a cool idea for them to take the the premise of the, the world. Like, imagine you get a One Piece game where you're not playing as Luffy. You create your own pirate. Oh, you RPG-ed. go through that world. Yeah, RPG it. In that world, you may run across characters. Have it something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you... You have your, your own, demons, your
0: demon Because I,
1: I, I always wanted a pirate game where I could like. Because I'm basically stemming this off of what I wish I would have got with the One Punch Man game. Because the concept to me was amazing. Because uh, you start off the game, you create your own character. Uh, this is not a game channel, but just review of the One Punch Man game. To me, it's dog shit. You know what I'm saying Ooh. I wouldn't buy that shit. I'm sorry, Bandai. I, I wanted to have hope in it. I wanted to love it because it's One Punch Man. It's the first game we got. Everybody was telling me I'm tripping, but I played it. The, the the main thing that threw me off is I was so excited to create a character. I could imagine myself creating, because you, you, you know with uh, Demon Slayer, you get these specific blades, you get the specific drip. Like, you know, Zenitsu has his own drip. Tadro has his own drip. I could make my own, like, cloak like that, have my own drip, have my own sword with its own style, have my own, you could make your style water or mist or fire or something like that. But with One Punch Man, just the customization was horrible. So if you do, if you would, I wish people would go more into the range of making games like that, but they're going to, do it in the experimental phase and not throw a lot of budget in it and make it as trash as the One Punch Man game. I'm Basically, I'm saying I hope I don't get that game with the Demon Slayer game. But I wish yeah. they would take that concept of like, because imagine a My Hero game where you get to play as yourself, make your own hero, go to UH, interact with all the characters you know and love as far as teachers, uh, pro heroes, That'd students. be
0: fire. No, I look, an RPG My Hero game, a solo player My Hero, like, I, I think that's just where anime games needs to go and get out of this whole 2D fighter Uh, 3D fighter just nonsense. We gotta get out of that and the Dynasty Warriors. As great as that is, we gotta get out, we gotta get new stuff in the anime games or it's always gonna be this damn shit.
1: For sure. This wash, rinse, repeat is just not working. And the
0: only way to do that is for us to kind of boycott, but then people say, well, if you boycott, you're never like, they won't get money and they won't... <laughs>
1: yeah, I will say that I didn't buy the One Punch Man game. I rented it for a little while. I played through it for a little while. and I haven't I bought it an back. anime game since Jump Force. I didn't want to buy it because I'm like, do I want to support this official release or do I want to, because fucking Gamefly, buy... shout out to Gamefly, you know what I'm saying? Gamefly buys it, bought it already, and uh, they're like, renting it to me. I'm just playing it for a couple of days and sending it back, paying like $2, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. $3, however long I had it for. But the point is, I don't know if I could invest in a game, another Bandai game. Because I bought um, the One Piece game because it was on sale. One Piece Power Warriors 3. Bandai just did a sale. So I copped a couple. But I would never just drop it off of its initial release. Not because I don't want them to do good I'm, or be successful. I'm
0: never paying 100 bucks for a Bandai game ever. Just Jump Force. Jump Force did us dirty. Bro, I paid
1: the Huncho. I paid the Huncho for the full package. Same. I got the money to pay for it. But it's like, do I want to give my money to somebody who
0: doesn't... Re- doesn't take my money with care.
1: Who's, who who I know is robbing me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? They're facts. just taking the money and being like, ha, 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 ha. It's nah, like going bro. to like a a fucked up cheap movie theater. You know they give you the fucked up food and shit like that, but they gouging you. It's all movie theaters, low key. That's
0: why I only go to the Grand Sixteen.
1: Like I couldn't do nothing. With like
0: it. I, I'm paying. For, if I'm paying for this, I want the I want the works.
1: It's like somebody selling knockoff Gucci for real Gucci prices. It's Like why Why would well, I do that? What, I just, what you doing, bro? Yeah, no. Facts. I'd rather not have a flex with a Gucci purse.
0: So next up, we got uh, a Paul Ray Rand man. Releases in Japan on April 10th. It's a Funimation uh, release, so I I believe we'll get it on April 10th, if not somewhere around there, and it's going to be subbed and dubbed. They released a new trailer for it, but this is the premise. At the end of of the 19th century, a boat-carrying broke samurai and a young engineer takes them to America. Short on money, after a slight misunderstanding, this duo decides to compete in a cross-country race that begins in L.A. and ends in New York City. With their steam-powered cars, transportation, these two faces... Various outlaws and rigors on a quest to make it back home to Japan. This looks pretty damn
1: good for sure.
0: Like, I know we talked about this off air, but this is not the year of the Shonen Jump properties per se because we got a big year last year. This is a year of these these gems like Daro Hatero. Hey We're gonna talk about beast, uh B stars in a
1: little bit like the gems this seems really good this generation's version of uh because the thing is we champion these and don't get me wrong this is not me comparing any new shows because like we we love we're head over here for doro uh but we're not at the end of it um and plus these other shows are legendary but when you look at the old shows like Trigun, space dan not space dan but Trigun uh cowboy bebop um you know, just that era of, like, yeah. what we consider to be classic Samurai Shampoo, the Untouchables, the Watanabe collection, you know, all the uh, OGs. We kind of look at anime, especially people of our generation, uh, we kind of look at it like, man, we're never going to have that anime. Like, Cowboy Bebop is always going to be top tier. There's never going to be anything that gets up there in that ballpark. You know what I'm saying? I feel like um, while we're getting all these shonen properties, we're going to get, like, these, these heavy hitters that, like, are inspired by older stuff. You know what I'm saying? That are kind of, like, trying to be the new generation's big hit, you know what I'm saying? By yeah. being just thrown off and just being unique. Like, you only got one Akira for sure. You only get one Cowboy Bebop. But I feel the same way about Doro Hero. You only get one...
0: Yeah, that. That, that shit's amazing.
1: I so haven't got like that feeling ever. anywhere else. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. B Stars, we, we just watched, we're gonna get into that later, but we just watched the first two episodes and that scene, that to me was refreshingly unique. It's odd. It's thrown off a little bit. I'm gonna have to get to the end of the series to get my final thoughts. But like, at the end of the day, we're in a, a, a new... Like a new anime renaissance, you know Yeah, what I'm and
0: like twenty twenty is weird right now because I don't know the next Shonen property that we're gonna get a season from. For, like, For sure, like I'm I'm, I'm picturing oh, well, JJK. Uh,
1: the three ones we getting this year, or the two ones, is Promise Neverland, Neverland. and Attack on Titan. If you want to consider yeah, it a Shonen, and
0: like, and I, and I know JJK is coming at the end of the year, but. We got some like under like some underlying gems with Darwin's game. That shit's pretty good too. That's out there on the Funimation app. Did No I guns, invaded. life, dot this year. No guns, Life. in the last is, year. It, the season two. I mean, well, the second part of the first season is gonna come pretty soon. So mm-hmm. that too. Like it, we're getting these gems right now, and I'm liking it. It's, it's see, very refreshing.
1: As far as uh, as far as this uh, new series, like all you had to say was Funimation, because that's the this, what I really watch it on. But I'm not gonna lie, watching this trailer it looks like it could be potentially one of those just one of those gems that end up being one of whatever people reflect on the 2020s this might be one of the the ones and this is early it's super early to call but this might be one of those, it looks it looks really appealing to me like the samurai and just the they had a black dude in there you know what i'm saying they yeah. had a they had a waifu in there they had a chung lee looking chick in there you know what i'm saying it's just they had all kind of uh diversity in characters. It looked like it's gonna be action packed. The art style looks amazing. So this is one I'm definitely looking forward to.
0: Yeah, and I, I just to make sure the list like the, the only shonens we're getting left is Dragon Quest. They think we're gonna get fire force season two this year. I don't know if we're getting that high i I'm excited to to watch I don't even know if
1: Dragon Quest is gonna be a shonen. The, it they might they
0: say Dr. Stone Stone Wars may come out this year. I don't, what is that a movie?
1: No that's gonna be a series that's
0: gonna be like just Oh the two. the season two yeah yeah we're gonna have uh, Promise Neverland, like you said, Attack on Titan final season, and then uh, A Hero No Sora, the basketball anime right now. So, and then My Hero season four. So it's like we gotta. I'm I'm, I'm liking these gems, like you said. When we talk about B stars, that was very refreshing. DeRohe Roja De Rose in, refreshing in its own way. Like I'm I'm digging these non these non-traditional shonen jump mm-hmm. and
1: Man. then even the shonen like the shonen like we getting we're getting our my heroes demon slayers black clovers but we're also getting promised neverlands we're also getting dr stones we're also getting haikyus and the thing you know uh slam dunk and uh prince of tennis certain other certain sports anime has been popping in the east but in the west like uh i can't think of any like i remember being into haikaru no go the uh manga when i was younger but i can't remember a sports anime popping off in America, so seeing Haikyuu do as good as it's doing, and just uh, the basketball ones, like I feel like this is the perfect era to be an anime fan, yeah, especially like since
0: there's no sports right now. Like,
1: I, I really want to appreciate it while we're in it because 10 years from now, uh, you know, old elitists are still gonna be like, you know, Kaba bap yada yada, but maybe the generation that's you know, young right now in 10 20 years when they're our age, they're gonna be like, yeah, Jim's my hero is the Dragon Ball of our era, you know, what I'm saying, type be shit. something
0: like that, yeah. All right, um the final news story is uh part of a question. Shout out to Overlord Hades on IG. He asked for our thoughts on the coronavirus delaying Re:Zero season 2. Um I and look, they're trying to make it to where they they can finish up, they can have everything ready to go and, and do a big release bang. I get why they're delaying it. It's like movies are being delayed right now. I I, I understand especially if they're not finished. And it it's it, it sucks right now but that's something we got to deal with my thing is i'm kind of glad that we're still getting shown in manga like that's what scared me like i was super scared that like one piece might go and break my hero might go and break but we're still getting chapters week to week and as anime and manga fans i know a lot of people especially in the west were waiting for re0 the new season we're just going to have to roll with the punches and get it when we get it and just be thankful that we are still getting stuff
1: for sure. And uh I don't know. I'm not saying I, I don't want new anime, but um in fact, like the anime that we're getting right now is already done. The anime that's uh, a lot of anime that's kind of pre worked on already will still be releasing. And I'm not caught up with all my favorite gems. Like, I, I haven't, I'm not caught up with Black Clover yet. I'm not caught up with a lot of things that I need to catch up on. So this quarantine uh this definitely this slowly this slow production of new shit will have me going back and checking out old gems that I might have slept on because I, I haven't even peeped ReZero from the front so maybe I could probably peep the original uh season of ReZero and get caught up before we even get a new season. You know what I'm saying? So
0: true, 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 true. And sh- and uh, doing the quarantine, I've been watching Soul Eater. So like you know, I've been, yeah, that's I've been digging it. Shout that's out to a, shout a, out a to a Moss
1: me on. Yeah, and but. like we, we need. uh Not say we need slow production. We've been getting with so many. We've been getting so many bangers like back to back to back. Maybe a little small because there was a point in time where we weren't getting these bangers back to back. So if we gotta wait a little long. Like we waited, fucking how long for attack on titan season 2 or one punch man season 2 a long, a long time. so it's like we we could wait a little longer for this and not saying me specifically cuz i'm not a big like i said i need to start rezero but um like we could we could unless you are telling me like there's a yu yu hakusho reboot coming you know what i'm saying like if somebody was like oh dragon ball Super's dropping july Oh, now we got to push it back to september i'd be like whatever but i
0: get i get why he's 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 like this this may affect cuz rezero a lot of people are it real sense. fans of it and like it, it sucks, but if they're not finished it and they have to like go to work, I get why yeah. production is like halting and I get why we're pushing it back. So I, I'm not, I'm not, but if I they're mean. just pushing it back just to push it back to wait, like to, to make sure everybody can fully watch it, I get that too. Cause like, but then, but the argument is put it out, people are at home. So it's like, yeah. I, I get
1: both sides, but we already got content. But for them, it would be smart for him to put it out. But if, like you said, if but they if it's not done, out, yeah, if and it's, if, if it's not
0: done, if it's not done, then like I get why they don't want to bring people to work, mm-hmm. or if they have a rollout plan, I get that too. But for it's sure. like you could switch your roll up up a little bit to match these these times because everybody's at home. Yeah, but you may think that like they're only thinking about this this corona, so they might not watch. I don't know. It's 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 an interesting thing to see how do how does it make you feel. Let us know. Uh, uh I believe your name is. Over yeah, let's let us know what you think, Overlord Hades. We wanna know your thoughts. You can hit us up on IG, Anime Talk Pod or on Twitter, Chris SJ LinBWT, Bros. you think on Twitter. Hit us up. But all right, so we asked you guys we're gonna be doing this every Sunday before we record. And also, if you're listening to this pod, on we release the lit, the audio version later. The ver the the video version is on YouTube every Tuesday, every other Tuesday on the normal old listening schedule. So like I know the audios get it a couple days later, but if you guys want to stay up to date, you can get it on YouTube. Just search Bros Who Think. And it's the only content. No other pods putting out content on our YouTube. We're the only video content on the network right now. So if you want to watch it when every when Twitter and everybody else watches it, go check it out on YouTube. But we, like I said, every Sunday we're we starting to ask you guys to what you want us to talk about, dictate the conversation, put in questions. And we got a good bit from you guys. So thank you for everybody who sent in a question. And you can also send it through the website because we have some of those as well. But the first thing I want to talk about, I saw Pharaoh talk about this uh, on Twitter, and I got to shout out Pharaoh. Shout he, out Pharaoh, He man. made a post about four different doctors and who would be the first to cure corona. So I want to ask you, who do you think the best anime doctor to handle the coronavirus situation
1: would be? Uh, I don't know. I can't think of too many doctors in anime. and like Off the top of my head... You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sakura? Cho- <laughs> Medical I cho- Ninja? I chose
0: uh, Chopper. Because, Chopper? Because I think Chopper could handle the, the virus. What
1: well, about my son Law, though? You know what I'm saying? Law probably could. Because he got lung. the oppi oppi know me, He could probably
0: handle Corona. My son Law
1: could get it done. Yeah,
0: Law could definitely get it done. Law and Chopper would be good. Uh, I don't think Tsunade would be good because she's just like messing with blood. She don't like blood and she I don't know if she can like cure something. She can just heal things. What is like it? she would just heal people, but I don't know if she could cure it. Like mm-hmm. And same thing with Recovery Girl, but when you think about scientists, you think Dr. Jerome could cure it? Because he made. You don't think Dr. Jerome could cure
1: it? All he could do is like give you a new body. What about Dr. Frankenstein from Soul Eater? I don't know, maybe, probably not. Dr. Frankenstein. I ain't really seen him do too much. He was just dissecting shit. He was cool, but I ain't really seen him get no science off. Okay, S- Sinku could, could get it done. Sinku could get it done. Sinku could get it done. Senku could get it done in Stoneworld. Sinku could <laughs> definitely get it done right now. Like, if Sinku was in this timeline, yeah, he would have Sink- got it done already.
0: What do you think about the doctor from Bleach?
1: I uh, don't even... I can't even really...
0: The nigga that, look, that got, like, the, with the, hat black and shit? Face, the black face nigga with all the, like, paint on his face and shit. The dude that uh,
1: you fought in the uh, soul ugly ugly guy ugly man uh fucking clown you're, you're farther ahead and bleach than me i lie. hate that guy he a clown like <laughs> but i ain't gonna lie he, maybe they on some afterworld afterlifely shit look
0: i don't think Tsunade could get it done
1: Orochimaru gonna get it done oh he, my but god he's charging a lick for it. <laughs> i know who's not gonna get it done my son from yu yu hakusho that was cutting niggas the doctor that was slicing motherfuckers up he'll probably kill more people <laughs> well, i'm trying to think about uh, just doctors i think i, I know an anime
0: trying to think of any
1: Definitely movie. not a doctor that's getting my hero cancer uh canceled.
0: Oh yeah, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Ujiko. He could probably find the cure though, but like I said, he would do some fuck shit with, like a like
1: mm-hmm. we about home from Dorohito? uh with the recovery.
0: Oh, uh noy?
1: Noy with the recovery uh magic.
0: Oh, well... Uh, well she she
1: could you can't recover from
0: well. You she would just cure does it heal him? Does, I, don't, I don't know how Because Noi can bring people back from the dead, so it's like... And she heals, like, body parts. Like, what if you
1: die from the coronavirus, she bring you back, and you just don't got it no more. It already killed you. You can't still have it. I
0: wonder if Noi could heal
1: people. That would be a quite... Like, could the Black Clover uh, healing magic work, too? Uh, I mean, magic is magic. If it's healing magic, I mean, uh, I'm sure it'll handle any ailment. Yeah,
0: true, 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 true.
1: If it could bring you back from death.
0: I definitely don't think the doctor from Monster could do it, because he's just a... Well, that this is this, I'm not gonna say that. Never mind. Sp- yeah, I was about to just, I wasn't about to spoil anything, but I was just about to say he's like a normal doctor. Like, oh well. I don't know, like, if he's smart enough, he could
1: do it. But like, I'm,
0: in terms of anime doctors, like these people getting it done like ASAP.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because they sure. got powers. I'm, if I had to bet on one person, it's Sinku. Not a doctor, but super scientist. smart.
0: Yeah. Oh man, I'm going either. In terms of doctors, Tony Tony Chopper and Law getting it done.
1: Yeah, I feel like both of them getting are good it options. Done. Orochimaru getting it done, bro. I'm sorry. Orochi. Orochimaru might be able to get it done. I just Our Kabuto, the only nigga I'm 100% putting money up on is Senku. Just cuz I, I have no doubt in my mind he could do it and not only do it but do it easily. Yeah. Especially given the if we if it, in Stone World he might be able to do it slowly. Niggas might die in the process like on the way from just time, but in in real time, like if he was in this timeline, that's one person I'm putting 100% money on. But everybody else, I'm sure they could do it too cuz the thing is not saying we're gonna we're we're gonna have a treatment for it eventually. Yeah, like okay. there's no way we're gonna go into 2022 and still be like, so six billion people so far are the yeah, coronavirus is Shout out is to all the doctors
0: because they are definitely working on and the they're, busting they're working their on eyes. a vaccine right now.
1: Facts. Yeah, so please, anime doctor in real life. We will cry on you. I will get somebody to draw your ass, man. Just make sure you get your shit. If, if it's not asking for too much by June, so I could go to DreamCon. I don't want to miss DreamCon, baby. Let's get it in.
0: Yeah, we want to. That would be lit. We're trying to definitely go out there. Where the really anime do doctor's at, bro? Pull up. But, all right, so the next question we got. Uh, how. Okay, so this is from. I want to say who all these people are from. Um, Hold on, give me a sec. I'm gonna read the question while I pull it up. So, how do you and Krista analyze and critique anime since you started the podcast? Do you roll it over into other mediums like music, movies, and TV? It's interesting because because I do a movie pod and because I I do music a music pod as well. Well, it, the bros, and this is from uh, what do you say, anime? Shout out to my shout out to my boy Peter. But, uh, yeah, since I do other pods, it's like once I started doing podcasts, I started critiquing things differently. But even before then, I always looked at it to try to, like, find my own personal fan arguments. So I keep the fan perspective. But then in terms of, like, movies, anime, TV, music, I look at it from these perspectives. Impact among the world. I look at it and impact in my everyday life. I looked at it as first the specific whether it's like anime, animation, uh, TV story structure. Story structure goes across all genres, movies. Same thing. Uh, I look at in terms of music, like how is the art received how is the art presented, and how is the art compared to the past work of the person. So there's these just these just these different qualifications, but yes, it bleeds over into every other facet.
1: Yeah, for sure. A lot of the things that, um, like, I was already thinking about, just become more prevalent. Facts. Like yeah. being a musician, I usually, uh, I, I like to keep my art uh, artist integrity, uh, and just you know, one hundred percent try my best to keep business out of it as far as when I create, but. Um, it, it's hard when when you're when you're doing this as a job and trying to trying to push out a product and turn it into a product to not look at your art as a product you know what i'm saying so now i'm looking at art that i didn't see as a product as a product especially that we're talking about it deeper um like i it affects the way i watch watch anime just thinking about all this this like before doing anime talk i was aware of cuz i look at i look at anime talk like sports center yeah. for anime so um Looking at this and breaking it down, we low key get onto some some deeper levels than like your average uh like say the kids. Shout out to the kids if, if y'all are watching that were that were at uh Mississippi Anime Fest, they were at the front. They're probably watching Dragon Ball, but they may know who Toriyama is. They may read Shona Jump, That's they may know thing. what Shona Jump at the is.
0: Business side of it, they
1: too. definitely don't know what Shuash is, they definitely don't know Toei. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like we we're we're like oh yeah, Toei is gonna kill this. Oh, affordable hasn't failed us yet. Oh, but uh, you know what I'm saying? We're looking into the the logistics and the deep. We're looking at the into the product side of it as well as the the art side. The art side and looking into that deeper uh, kind of made me because I've never really cared in regular mediums about like like imagine uh, all the Marvel movies and everything.
0: Oh yeah, no, that definitely
1: real. Thing. Like I, I can't. I, I know about box sales. I know if it does good or if it does bad. But now I'm kind of looking at the streaming wars. With everything, like when I, I look at the stream awards and anime makes me look at the stream awards with like Disney Plus coming into play. Like I'm watching them. I'm like, ha, huh, good move, Disney. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting yeah. there looking at the logistics of how they did that, why they waited and how anime companies could use that. Like say Tsunami wants to come out. Like I could if I was working on that team, I could kind of help them adjust some shit. Just I've been paying attention to anime in general. And I've also been paying attention to the background things of how uh, not just social media marketing goes, but social media marketing. And how social media influences the um, streaming wars? Yeah, like they literally like us on Twitter tweeting ah ah ah. ah. Like I think that's the reason why we get the Demon Slayer game because I know I personally have tweeted Demon Slayer game I want it. People are watching. This you know is what the I'm time
0: where fans can dictate what some of these companies do.
1: Ah, uh, that, that Sonic trailer looks trash. Why you got Sonic looking ugly as fuck? Change that shit. Uh, 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 Enough people said they weren't going to go watch. No, and that's the
0: thing. And that's what we look at. We look at the business side of things. We look at who's making things it, it's it's doing this podcast and the way you I critique anime it I critique the art side through like like what we said stated earlier but I also critique it due to the who's making it like business wise of it like looking at like oh is this studio putting out garbage is this studio putting out heat like who's behind this how are the mangaka doing mm-hmm. and like that's the things we look for story structure impact all those things as well as business.
1: And I'm definitely looking as far as into manga production as well, just because as far as my favorite manga anime, like uh Blood Lad and the the ones that got cancelled in anime, uh, or a lot of my, my favorite manga that got cancelled manga, you know what I'm saying? You could kinda just from being a, from a fan perspective, you don't really see stuff like that coming, but knowing some behind-the-scenes stuff, you kind of predict certain things. Things don't get shocked to you. You get kind of let down easy to where you're like, why no new fucking Bleach season? Why no new—you know what I'm saying? You're kind of paying attention. You're seeing things slowly, sign slowly. Because, uh, see me, I'm looking at Tsunami, uh, doing Uzumaki. I'm looking at that as a slow step of them going into the stream awards. Well, they said sitting well, there like, we're going to get into in it, original content. Because they're, they're partnered with HBO Max. Oh, well, see— I, I, I was saying that whenever we had the Uzumaki. Was it partnered at that point in time?
0: That was like... I, They might have been in talks, but that that release is part of that.
1: Okay, but they never announced it when they yeah. announced the release.
0: No, no, no. I don't they, think so. When they
1: announced the release, I'm sitting there like, oh, they're about to get into the streaming game. And then, lo and, and behold, they're about to do it. Yeah, part, I, I could,
0: Crunchyroll, HBO Max, and Toonami got the big partnership.
1: And now you just know what more content to expect. Now if I hear... The,
0: that's what the Crunchyroll originals, like that stuff is like just prevalent. And then now. even like
1: you see Crunchyroll originals, now you're seeing Funimation originals. So... It, I'm loving this. I'm loving the whole stream awards. I'm loving the behind the scenes stuff just as much as I'm loving the actual content they're delivering us.
0: But yes, no, it definitely rolls into other mediums. Plus, you know
1: what I'm saying? I need these endorsements, baby. Look, what's up? What's up, (laughs) Crunchyroll, man? Y'all my favorite, man. I love y'all, man. I be with Funimation. Don't get me wrong. I watch Funimation, but when y'all drop them originals, I'm going to be with that original bag.
0: 100%. But yeah, to answer, it definitely rolls into music, movies, TV, all all that stuff. Because if you'd have heard the Off-Air Music Conversation, we had that. That was one hundred percent what that was, and for you sure. can check that out Thursday because Crystal will be on the Bros Who Think podcast. But all right, next question we got is from Justin BP. Shout out to our guy. When was the first time you watched subbed over dubbed? When was the first time I watched sub? Oh, I, I know when that was. That easy. When I, I stopped watching Naruto and I picked it back up when I was like, oh, they're making it in Japan. Like I don't have to wait for tsunami. I can keep watching. <laughs> like oh, I can get in the shipping? in one hundred percent.
1: Well the yeah, the first time I've watched sub over dub is when I did have an option of dub. Uh like super. And uh Shippuden, you know what I'm saying? Probably with Shippuden first. I yeah, that's when,
0: when, I, when I was in high school, that, that was definitely when I started watching Sub. Like, probably uh, my sophomore year. Hunter, Hunter. Year.
1: I watched uh, the full Hunter, Hunter bag before I watched the dub. Usually, I'm a dub guy. Not saying I'm one of those guys Just like, dub is better than Sub. But as a casual watcher of certain series, like, there are certain series that I'm going to watch casually, and there are certain series that I'm going to watch. Like, Promise Neverland, I'm, I watch Sub. And I'm probably always going to watch that Sub, even though there's a dub out, unless I'm casually just having it on, you know what I'm saying? But, um... I'm, I usually go for sub when I'm paying a lot of attention, but if I'm just watching something, like if I'm watching Shin Chan in the crib, it's going to be dub, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to clear that. I'm not a dub guy. I love subs just as much as I love dubs, but I'm a busy guy. I'm always on the move. I'm always playing my Switch. I'm I, I, Just to dedicate myself to watching 100% sub would be kind of a lot, you know what I'm saying? Um, and Unless I knew Japanese, then I would start, I wouldn't have to think that much about it. I wouldn't have to read anything. But I don't know. First one that I prefer the sub over dub, or is it the first one?
0: I guess it's the first one that the first time you I guess you chose to watch subbed.
1: Oh, you ch- ah,
0: you 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 already said yours. Uh, yeah, no. Nah, when I when Naruto and Tsunami stopped playing new shit, and I was like, oh, there's Shippuden. I was freshman or sophomore year in high school, and I was I was reading the manga, and I was like, oh, there's there's episodes out. Started watching it, and huh. then from that point on, I was like, oh, there's subbed anime. It was over
1: with at that point. Well, I guess I could say Hunter x Hunter then because that was the first time I really chose to watch the 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 dub. I mean the sub because there wasn't a dub out, but at the same time I, I wanted to watch the sub because I wasn't gonna wait for the dub. Like I made that cho- that choice. Cause a lot of the times with certain shows, I'd be like, I wait for the dub. Okay. Like I remember when we watched My Hero, I was watching the dub, and then there was certain episodes where a week would fall back and I watched it sub, didn't have to I mean, watch it dub and have to watch the next episode sub, and it was kind of you know what I'm saying? Getting to make, I'm used to watching my hero dub, but sub isn't bad. I love watching my hero sub. It's just a lot of times I'll be in a mood because my hero is deep to certain levels, but it's not like you miss one line or you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm watching it sub, I could probably look away and miss a couple, like, especially right now with the fucking school dialogue. It's just regular high school dialogue. You see the key parts, but it's not like uh, *Promised Neverland where if, if you are reading and you miss one little line, you don't know what the fuck is going on. You lost. Because I know *Promised Neverland, there was a point in time when them subs was dropping paragraphs at the bottom of the screen and they would be there for like a second or two and they would flip and I'd be like, run it back.
0: Yeah, look, I, I must say I've been watching the last two anime because I, I took a little break from besides the stuff we watch weekly. Mm-hmm. And then like now this quarantine, I've just been cranking out the anime, finding my finding my way back in it. I'm in it deep again. I've been watching Soul Eater dubbed. I've been wa- like, I'm going to watch Beastars dub as soon as we finish this out. So like I'm getting into my dub bag a little bit. But Beastars totally, is a good dub too.
1: Totally still watching subs
0: the whole time. The the
1: one sub I love overdubbed though is Demon Slayer. Uh, I love the dub voice actors I I champion uh, I forget the guy's name but I tweeted him a while back but I I love Zenitsu's voice actor but the big three man
0: I choose the two big three those are the dub I have to watch those things sub One Piece and Naruto I have to I cannot watch those things dub at all Mm -hmm. that's like just my my two like those two things to me hit me a different way when I hear their sub voices. There's
1: only a couple things I really can't. I just can't watch Dub. I refuse.
0: <laughs> that and, and for me, that's them. But let's get into our final question sent to us by Has. Shout out to Has. So recently, I got back into shonen anime and caught up on My Hero and Black Clover. When Black Clover came out, it was extremely slow and it got panned for that. I feel like it's fair to say My Hero's first season has no real stakes which is then followed by the high-intensity hero killer stuff mid-season two, and then we go right back to school, testing calm, ultimately, for me at least, leading to extremely unsatisfying payoffs and unforced moments and unearned moments of character development. All of that to say I feel like pacing has become a big issue in Shonen now. What's your opinion on that? Do you agree, disagree, or am I just a hater of Shonen? I'm not going to call you a hater of Shonen, Taz, but I think, for example, with anime in particular, I think because they're they have to stretch out some of this content. That's why pacing might be slower in the animes. And that may just be me because I read a lot of shonen manga more so than I probably say I watch. Like I watch shonen anime for the show. But if you ask me what I, where I consume my most shonen content, it's from manga. And I don't have much problems with the My Hero pacing in the manga. I think it's actually great. And I don't think the pacing in the show is that, that bad. I think it's, Decent compared to the uh to the manga. I think it's 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 better than One Piece. It's better than Naruto's pacing was. Uh, I like it more than Black Clover's pacing was. But there there are pacing concerns compared to the manga. But I just feel that due to these people trying to get we're in this anime renaissance, they're trying to stretch out some of this story as much as they can, and that's why I think the pacing issues with Shonen comes in.
1: Ah. I'm an old guy. I'm an old nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I have no problems with the new era's pacing. I think they do it amazingly uh, just because I come from the era of watching Dragon Ball and having to wait years Jesus. to get the fucking that full series. True. Just because off of the strength of like I probably was watching Dragon Ball from 7 to to fucking 12 Shit, just even, to get the full boot just to get tell the boot arc.
0: If you if we're being honest even Yu Yu Hakusho had some pacing I- issues.
1: I love Yu Yu Hakusho but to be honest with you um, you talking about towards the end? I'm talking about the whole kid Well, me being a stan of Yu Yu Hakusho, I can't, I can't speak on that 100%, but I can say, uh, looking from the outside looking in, from a perspective of someone who would have problems with the pacing of Yu Yu Hakusho, I could imagine that, like... I, I read the manga.
0: I, I mean, and look, I don't have a problem with it, but I can... I, no, I just, just it, speaking it's, on... It's just deliberately paced. And I, I'm not going to say it has a slow pace. I'm going to just say it's very deliberately paced the way it is.
1: What do you mean? Like, going from piece to piece? Just art, the, to
0: art Just the... Inside of each arc of Yu Yu Hakusho, there's moments where I feel like you can speed some of this up.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's true. That is definitely true. And
0: that's the pacing issue. Not not I- a
1: lot of things, but there are certain things like uh, I understand because you know I hate the fucking um,
0: inside the dark tournament and specifically.
1: Oh, I love the dark tournament fights. Like uh, just just because to me the dark tournament, the whole shebang, it, it's like a buildup. I agree, but like some of the
0: doctor stuff, some of this, just certain, and then like, with, Oh, you uh, talking about like Dr. Ichigachi? Yeah. So uh, did just, you, Ichigaki? Just certain things, and then in terms of like, dealing with, uh, in the Saint Beast arc, how much he had to deal with the top person for so long. That's just,
1: my main one. That the,
0: like, that the the whole time they were stretching that out with him, just keep multiplying and mul- like.
1: Yeah, that was annoying. Like I'm not gonna lie, I wanted that to get over it, because I love the bar fight. Love the, love the Karma fight, excuse me. Love the a fight. And then when you get to Yusuke, my favorite character in the show he gets to fight this guy and it's like, it's not like a guy, it's not like it's a it's a villain that I hate, but it's not like a villain that upon first view, I'm like, this this guy isn't aesthetically pleasing. He doesn't look badass, he doesn't act badass, because he's your typical villain, he's evil, he's whatever. But it was just he was so it was so drawn out and I was so tired of watching that shit by the time and that's my, it ended.
0: That's my thing with the new era. Shonen, it's like their pacing to me is, 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 is good. See, I I enjoy it
1: exactly I look,
0: at, look at the See, even the has, amount of filler and, they into, give and us and your question has i think we might just be shonen fans
1: and we're definitely shonen fans uh to a certain extent cuz I'm, I'm not a shonen stands where yeah, i no, can't admit i can't admit when they, yeah, they have problems facts cuz there are certain problems but being a fan i just know that uh i was originally a shonen fan coming from dragon ball having the million episodes worst pacing of all time so i'm i'm looking at it like okay is the new generation of shonen pace bad no because the worst it gets is Dragon Ball Z, and I love that shit as a kid. Now, I understand why. I remember whenever Kai first came out, people were like, why are you giving us Dragon Ball Z Kai's whack? Dragon Ball Z is the classic. But to be honest with you, Dragon Ball Kai, uh, Z Kai cut out a lot of the, ah, uh, that we were here for three episodes just to kind of stretch it super long. And Naruto, One Piece, not so much One Piece. Uh, Usually Naruto and Bleach are my main references for filler. But there are certain shows where the pacing gets interrupted by Years oh, of but filler. shit! But wait, wait, wait! I'm not gonna even let you do that because the One Piece manga is different than
0: the an- the pacing in that anime is just they bro they stretch shit out. Okay, now. and I'm not gonna
1: lie, One Piece like the
0: end an- like I'm not talking about the manga One Piece because I'm a I'm a One Piece manga stan. Mm-hmm. I, I read that shit every week. I love that, mm-hmm. but bro, yeah, the anime, anime oh, my god, that talk about talk about
1: deliberately pacing like when and stretching I think about that shit. Well, I think about how long Thriller Bark arc was, how long the Inneru arc was. Bro, I the love, interview arc kills me. I bro. love both of them, but the the uh, the fucking uh, Luffy versus Lucci, longest fight in all history. One of the bad, most badass fight. But we were talking about that um uh, Mississippi anime ex, uh, anime uh, fest. We were talking about how you know great fights. and We were talking about how the length of fights kind of fuck shit up. And in One Piece, I can't name you a one episode fight. I just can't. Like, there's no fights that just happen that fast. Maybe. No, I can't think of, uh, certain moments in fights happen, but like the fight starts and ends is like five episodes. You know what I'm saying? There's no way.
0: And and my thing with the whole, and yeah, I'm not going to say you're a shonen hater, but you just might not be a shonen fan. Has That just, that just might be what it is. And to your My Hero stuff, I'm not going to, that's your opinion on My Hero, because I feel that for season one to make me fall in love with the characters when the main character was just constantly hurting himself. And then to see his growth, the moments where he wins are payoffs for me because I like Deku as a character.
1: And certain things need to happen certain ways. Like, you have to see Deku at that point to understand Deku at yeah. this point and really appreciate it. And, that, it's and like, that's why
0: those character moments, that's why, I, because we saw him work his way up to that, that's why I think
1: they're satisfying for me, at least. And th- the thing with pacing is, um, the how long until the payoff, kind of? Because, like, with me... You get the Deku shit and you're like, okay, is he going to be this bitch the whole fucking series? And it's like, you don't see too much of that. We're on episode like 80 something. And he's badass Deku right now. Like he cries every once in a while. I'll give everybody that. I'll give the, the, the haters on to, you know, how everybody wants to say Deku's a crybaby. I get it. He cries every once in a while, but he shows his ass more than not. Like, whenever he was ready to fight Shisaki, oh, whatever. Di-
0: it's a different Deku than it was in, in the first season.
1: And like you really appreciate it more.
0: Yeah, because like, without the first season, you don't, when he fights overhaul, you don't get the 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 gravitas of that. Mm-hmm. Even to the stuff we're going to talk about today, I know you're not the biggest fan of the, uh, of the, uh, what's the gentle stuff, mm-hmm. but even, and, I, and I'm going to talk about this, when I read it, I was like, oh, let's just hurry up, get through this gentle arc, but when I watched it, I was like, Oh, wait, we're talking about Deku's dream. We're seeing him post-Chisake. There's a lot of growth here. It may not be the most high-octane arc with with the least amount of stakes, but in terms of Midoriya as a character, super, super growth and development to get him to the next phase of where he has to go when we progress to Mm. the stuff coming forward.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie, and to say I don't really uh we'll get to this in the review and to say i don't really care for this arc as much as i've cared for all the other my hero arcs and i'll get into that in a, uh, in a bit um it wasn't like saying it's not my favorite shit it's not like i'm miserable right now because i've gotten six seasons of it i've gotten like maybe three or four episodes we're gonna be out of it for, uh, soon enough so uh i feel like that pacing is amazing because let's say i didn't like the freezer arc if i'm re-watching dragon ball you know how long i gotta watch that I'm going to save that foot, but
0: that point I agree with because the, I, I definitely think they could have stretched this and I'm glad they did not.
1: Yeah, and they could have. And the thing is, my hero is really great at cutting the, cutting the bullshit. Like I remember uh, watching Attack on Titan for the first time. To me, the pacing was just horrible because you didn't really get any payoff. Like I'm watching this for like 10 episodes. And I'm like, why am I even watching this? Like my boy Doom and seeing him rewatch it Kind of made me sick because he was sitting there. I'm dropping it this episode. I'm dropping it this episode. And I was like, son, just keep watching. You'll get there. I promise. He's like, no. He's like, I refuse. He's like, I understand you think this show is good. But he's like, bro, I've been watching this shit for this long. He's like, when I watch Parasite, he's like, I watched it for three episodes. I was in. You know what I'm saying? It kept me. It was like, it didn't ever feel like I was sitting waiting for something to happen. It was like back to back to back to back moments to where you're, you're seeing a progressive story. He was like, "With fucking... Attack on Titan, he's like, I feel like I'm just watching fucking a, a, like random Titan attacks. I'm sitting there like, I get it. You appreciate it more after you get to the end though because yeah. of the payoff. And now I could look at Attack on Titan's pacing and be like, it wasn't paced poorly. It was just meant to be mysterious de- in the front. It was deliberately paced. It, it was deliberately paced. And that's, it works for some stories, it doesn't for some. I've seen certain stories get cancelled because they don't get to it fast enough. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's not fine for the fan, but as far as it happens, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for the person who doesn't know, who's not a manga reader, who's not really into what's going on, if the pacing, pacing could r- make or break a show. Yeah. So uh, I do I do understand uh, Haz's point about, like, pacing being horrible, especially in certain new shows, but I think that's some of the ones you don't see last very long. I think uh, the ones that are... At the top or at the top because they kind of look at the old shonen, like Naruto, One Piece, Dragon Ball that are just horrible with pacing at certain times. And they kind of say, we don't want to do that because we've seen people complain about that.
0: 100%. Let's get into our reviews today. And thank you, everybody, who sent in a question. Again, you can send in questions all week leading up to Sunday night. And then on Sunday night, we're going to post it on Twitter. And then you can get it there. Again, you can send questions at www.brosythink.com or wait for our Sunday thread.
1: One more thing before we move on. Black Clover pacing is horrible to me. If you're watching the anime, mm. it those are a little bit overdrawn. To be honest with you, like for me,
0: that's why I like the the manga got me to love Black Clover, not mm. so much the anime. If I'm being honest, yeah, I
1: feel like when you're watching the anime, it's so many episodes before you get to. Not saying because you you get a lot of action, it's whatever happens, but I feel like fights get stretched, arcs get stretched. I feel like uh, the pacing isn't as good as my hero or say a demon slayer or something. One of the new that's the worst new era as far as pacing, to me. So, but let's get into the
0: reviews. The timeline was abrupt. They were... they were, The timeline was really hot on this B star stuff, and I felt it was only necessary for us to at least give you the first two episodes and then for the next anime talk, come in and talk about the season because it's all out right now on, our, on uh, Netflix. But we wanted to give you our our first impressions of us watching the first two episodes. And like Chris has said earlier, this was a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. It really was. And it's weird it's different it's suspenseful there's action moments it's all animals and like the the herbivore carnivore thing is really interesting I this is the closest thing to a slice of life I've watched like in a long time and I'm really into it but it's not it's like a it's a thriller it's a it's a it's a suspense thriller
1: yeah it's, it's definitely like a mystery suspense thriller. Uh, it's got a lot going on, but I like it for that reason.
0: Yeah, no. So, would you think of Legacy, the main character who's the wolf? Would you think of, uh, Louis or Louie or Rui, the, uh, the deer or the buck? Would you think of just the premise of this show?
1: I like all the characters that we have been introduced to so far, all of them. I may not care for, um... Rui, Antler guy, you know what I'm saying? Dear man, I may not care for him as much because as, he he did some dick shit episode one. He's kind of this pretentious little asshole, rich kid, uh, actor. Uh, you know, he, he he. We're all on episode two, but when you get to episode two, you, uh, you know what I'm saying? You kind of feel for him a little bit more. You kind of see a little bit more of his backstory, see a little bit why he is who he is, and you kind of end up not hating him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't really like him episode one. Episode two, I kind of like him. So I feel like this show itself has a lot of heart for that. Like I feel like it, has, its heart is in its characters. I feel like a lot of things that it shows about its characters are for a reason. I feel like um, the the pacing of this kind of show is uh, deliberate to the point where everything happens. You know what I'm saying? To get a point across, to where you see something, it may seem like nothing, but every single line by every yeah. single character means at least something from what I'm seeing so far. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how. They tie a lot of things together and how they um, develop these characters in a short amount of time, and um, I'm just super excited the about. The first
0: two episodes leave you with both great cliffhangers
1: for sure, and it leaves you wondering what is this show? Yeah, like what the fuck? Because at first
0: it's like, okay, is this this mystery suspense? We got to figure out who killed, uh, I believe his name is it's T- Tim. Got to see who killed Tim or the, the whoever the alpaca. And the second episode, it's like oh, snap, what, we about to see, like, furry hentai, like, what is going on?
1: And I I could kind of see where it's going um, as far as its premise, Seeing the, especially, like, right now, I saw uh, Heavenly Controller post a clip on um, uh, Twitter talking about, is this what everybody's watching? Is this Star? I tried to put on Beastars, and what the fuck? And it was like, I haven't watched it yet in the show, but it seems like it's going to be the beginning of episode three. So I'm watching it there. I'm like what is going on hit, hit. i've seen manga panels get teased and i'm like what is going on what are y'all <laughs> watching right now what is this movie been hyping up Because I remember when we initially watched the trailer i'm like this could be good and then i saw all that and i'm like oh so this is furry porn <laughs> but it seems like like i said before it has a lot of heart so i don't think it would just put something distasteful out there uh and everything know that's been about the done mystery. like i want to know who killed tim and that's just i'm not go. saying that's adding to it but that's adding to that theme like the mystery you're like. You don't expect her to do what she does when she does it. And you're like, why the fuck is she doing that? Like, everything that happens is like, what is this world that we're in? You and, know what I'm saying? And that's
0: my next point. I love that how you said, like, every little thing in this show matters. And every little thing in this show matters to building the world because it's like, for example, when they when they after the death of the alpaca Tim, when they're going into class, the herbivores are scared. They're standing away from the carnivores and we see like this tiger like hunched over like he's about to pray and they're like he's like, Bro, I don't y'all don't have to be mad at us, like we're carnivores, like I didn't eat the alpaca, you know that's against the rules. And then you find out that Eating other meats or other flesh is against the rules of the world is taboo. And then you find out what the carnivores eat about eating soybean patties. They're like, I get why they're kind of, because, like, it's their natural, like, instincts to eat meat. And it's like, you see the, the, uh, I guess the, the problem that they're building. Lesson is straight is illegal it, is it, to eat meat. Is eat. it nature versus nurture? And I love, like, just what this show is built upon because it's like, naturally, they want to eat these people, mm-hmm. but because they were brought up this way, they choose not and how many revert back to their instincts. And see, I, I love that about this show. The,
1: the the theme, overall theme that I'm getting from the show, we're not at the end, we'll probably touch on it more when we wrap up the season. But um what I, the theme I'm getting from this show is, you know what I'm saying, you aren't who you have to be, or like yeah. just because I'm a wolf that me I'm gonna bite you, looks can be deceiving, you don't judge, like whenever you you saw that happen, uh episode, you know, minute one, you saw the the guy get killed, um what was he, a goat? hmm Uh yeah, whenever the goat got killed. Um, you saw instantly there was a divide in the class. It's like the carnivores uh, are like looked at as y'all did it. Y'all niggas yeah. did it. Like the, all the herbivores are like, nigga, we didn't do it. So you know what I'm saying? And it's very parallel to what goes on in real life with like racism and things like that. People look at you. you they'll expect you. They, they only know you for doing certain things. They see Chief Keefe in the music videos. So next time they see a guy with dreads, they, they oh, Chief Keefe, he going to kill me. It's like that you don't, looks can be deceiving and perception is everything. And not only that, but you get to see other sides. Like, you get to see um, like Legos- oh, Legoshi? Legoshi. Legoshi. You get to see him kind of deal with, like, I'm kind of timid. I'm shy. I'm one of these guys who I'm just, like, you know, I'm just trying to coast through life. I'm not trying to make waves. I'm just trying to really, you know, just chill. Do I be... be myself or do I, like, how do I play this? And then cause... you see him fight the urges of his instincts and just, like, do what he is bred, born to do, basically. Like, he's born to kill fucking rabbits and eat rabbits, think nothing of it. Like, that's what he's supposed to do but he doesn't want to do that
0: yeah he wants to choose so his own path nature versus nurture man
1: I, I love that I love that whole the whole concept of it cause you see with the with the girl she doesn't want to be the, the the rabbit you, you see she doesn't want to be this looked at as this promiscuous or looked at like they, they frown upon her she just takes all that shit cause she feels like she has to she knows what she is she knows what she does if that makes sense. So she well, just plays do role. We gotta role. find
0: that out. We don't know if that's For, the, so, yeah. far, so I can, far. I can yeah. see, but
1: I, to to me, it's looking like she's gonna go through a phase where she not go through a phase, but she's gonna go through this character development where she does. She realizes she doesn't have to be who she's born to be.
0: Yeah, who, she, who I, she I love is. that.
1: I love the the whole Mewtwo aspect of like you know, I don't have to be this because they made me this. I could be whatever I, the fuck I want to be.
0: Yeah, no, I'm. Look, man, powerful I'm, themes. I am really, really digging. B-Stars, and we like I said, probably by next episode, we'll we'll have a review for it, because mm-hmm. not that many episodes, and I'm probably going to knock that out. It's, it's 12? Inside. I think it's
1: 12. I'm 12 sure. or 24. Either way, I'm probably going to knock it out fairly quickly. Yes, for sure. Especially with this quarantine fucking F- shit.
0: Facts. All right, let's get into Duro Hey row Episode 9 and 10. We're already Ooh. on 10 episodes? Man. Both these episodes were jam-packed. Episode 9, basically... We learn about Shin and Noy's backstory. We continue the thing where because Noy was got captured. Shin is trying to look for her. they fight these sorcerers. We find out their backstory about all of that. Shin actually gets beat. He gets captured. So Noy and Shin are both captured. And they're like, how are they gonna get out of this? And then we see uh Kaimon get involved, kind of him and his his uh, pie uh, people who employed him end up killing those peeps and Noy and Shin get free. Um, but they don't know that it was Kaiman who did it. Uh, Kaiman walks directly past Rishu, and like they have a moment where they interlock, and it's like, oh, wait, is this going down? And then uh, basically the end of the episode is just with Kaiman and the person he works for, and he's like, oh, I can help you find these cross-eyed people. I know one. They go to the prison where the cross-eyed homie is. He puts his head in his mouth, and he's like, or uh, how are you alive, uh, Risu? So we find out that Risu is confirmed 100% the guy inside of Kaiman's mouth. Is that Kaimon? We don't know yet. Are they two separate entities? Wait, no. Is that episode, is that episode, the first one? Yeah, that's the first one because the next one is just straight up Nakaito's episode. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that's the first. And then, like,
1: he gets eaten or whatever. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. I might be tripping. No, yeah, I think the, I think that's whenever he realized he has to go save Nakaito. Yeah. No, you're right. What, what how did the first episode start? Uh... No, no, no. But like the ending
0: that I said, ha- like he does beat up the people and stuff. Like all that happens in the first. Oh yeah, episode them dudes uh... with Shin and stuff. Yeah, with Shin and yeah. noise. I think that might just be it in the first episode. Oh, and then we find we see uh we see Nakaido and uh, her being in the thing, and we're like, oh, she's a sorcerer. She can't. I think mean, you get that backstory anymore.
1: too with um, Shin and Nika- uh, the uh, So yeah, Shin and that's Noi. the first episode. Just Shin and that Noi, was amazing too.
0: Shin and noise backstory. Uh, Kaiman saving Shin and Noi, and then we figure out that oh, Nakaido has to be pulled into this.
1: Mm-hmm. And and I think that was the episode where they cross each other, too, right? The uh, Nakaido, oh, no, uh, no, no Nikaido, uh, Shin uh, and Risu. No, I'm talking I about mean, no, um,
0: Risu and Kaiman, yeah, Risu
1: and Kaimon. they yeah. cross each other. That episode front to back, which is amazing to me, both of these episodes are spectacular.
0: Great, 100%. The next one, we learn more about In's backstory and everything, and how he's this mushroom guy, how he had all this stuff, mm-hmm. and then. We see Nakaido he sends the mushroom inside of her to start exploding out and they capture they find out that she's this time person or this t- has time magic. She builds a contract with uh in they force her to Nakaido's now brainwashed and stuff and the doctor gets captured they try to escape him and Johnson and mind mm-hmm. you, the other doctor dies they straight up murked him mm-hmm. and but Johnson and him try to escape and then all of a sudden Noi... And shin stop him. Meanwhile, Kaman's like, yo, I gotta go save uh Nakaido. I gotta go uh stop him from all of the uh gotta go uh, save him from in and the the people are like, bro, you you can't go help in and you can't stop in and he's like, I gotta go
1: anyway. Yeah. But the
0: stuff in the jail did happen in this R- episode.
1: Rest in peace, fucking Doc, cause that nobody expected that, I think. I don't think uh yeah, yeah, I didn't expect that doctor to die. Especially like that, just bluntly and just Kaman's gonna be pissed. Yeah, on will definitely be pissed. Uh Seeing just every single thing that happened in this episode, it felt like two long episodes, even though they were compacted into a short amount of time. So much a stuff lot of... happened. That's why we mi- so mix
0: stuff up because it's like. Every little thing played out to each other in these past two episodes. It was like a
1: big adrenaline rush this past couple episodes. Like It was like, oh, my God. Like If you're watching the show and you get bored, I don't know what kind of taste you have. I don't know what kind of expectations, because like you must be watching some God-tier shit if you're watching this show and you're not like, oh, my God, yeah. the whole time. It put, me on, put me on what you watching. Yeah, because this is one hell of a roller coaster. I can't, I can't see anyone coming away from this without being, especially watching from episode one and getting to this point, I can't see you watching it right now and being not being mind-blown, because yeah. everything that happens, happens. So the pacing in this show, there's no filler. it's all killer. Like- I'm
0: interested to see if Risu, if Risu and Kaimon are one person, how is Risu inside of his mouth? Like I'm interested to see if Kaiman goes back to being Risu. Are they one and the same? I'm interested to see like, how does Nakaido break this stuff within because like they're in a partnership till the next blue night. Mm-hmm. And like how, like how's, how's she going to break this contract? What's up with the whole devil situation? Like,
1: yes, how that's gonna play out? That is crazy. Um, Apparently, devils, uh, because the whole backstory
0: with, um, with, uh, with Noid, was she was trying to be a devil?
1: Yeah, and she couldn't be a devil because she failed her test by using magic, magic, yeah. and that seems like there's a big line there. Between whether you're gonna be a sorcerer or a devil, and they do two completely different things, and they're on two opposing sides, and in, in the same world, but they work together
0: because like the devil's working with N to get the contract with Nikaido.
1: Ah, you're right. That's true. So like, how do they work? Like, but they ha- they definitely have different powers. The,
0: the devil made the mask for Nakaido too. That that gives her ultimate sorcerer strength because mm-hmm. she whooped, uh Inn's thing ass.
1: I want to know more about that. I, I really one thing I want to uh, learn more about is. Um, Whenever Kaiman put his head over the prison, uh, bit the prisoner's head, and the prisoner freaked out, with like, I know that nigga, he said, um, that's boss man. Like he said, No, no, like, he
0: asked, did the boss send him?
1: I thought that, no, I'm thinking, I thought he was saying, did the boss send Kaiman? I thought he was say, like saying that Risu was the boss, and did he send Kaiman to him, if that makes sense?
0: Oh, I thought it was that he knew that was Risu, but did the boss send Kaiman to go fuck him up? Or did the boss send him to save him, or some shit like that? I, I, I don't think Risu's the boss because we see real life Risu and he likes freaking out.
1: But they say... they or, show, like reborn Risu. Basically what I'm getting at is there's apparently... The reason why I said boss and just shit like that is because the cross eyes apparently signify something. Oh, they got a gang. That's It's a gang. Yeah. It's a cross eye gang. And not only does the prisoner have the cross eyes, but Risu and Kaiman, if not, they're the same person. But I want to see what's up with this cross eye. Yeah. I, I saw another cross eye character earlier on in the show. And I was wondering like, there's not a lot. There's only Risu, Kaiman, and this random character you see in like episode six or seven. Just randomly. You don't see him long. You see him real quick. He does something and it's not no one we've been, been introduced to. It doesn't seem to bear any signi- uh, significance to anything in this, this story. But going back on it, I wonder if he did because you, these cross-eyed people have something going on with him. Yeah. I'm definitely curious to and the hierarchy does, and of how that.
0: did Ebisu turn Kaiman into a lizard? Because that's another thing.
1: Yeah, and the whole Ebisu is probably one of my favorite characters. Oh, Ebisu is hilarious. Ebisu, my top uh, favorite characters right now, because me, I just love funny characters. Ebisu and um. Uh, shocking! Fucking, oh, Johnson, uh, Johnson, Johnson, yeah. Johnson, Yo, yo
0: Johnson is hilarious. Those two are some of my favorite characters. Every time show, he like, kills me, bro, bro. Between Ebby doing dumb shit and John, like when Ebby took out the fake titties out of her dress and and uh, Fujita was just playing with him, like what is this? And I'm just like, like perfect comic relief. That's I'm the perfect like, balance to the Abby craziness. Ebby is a clown, and then every time Johnson says shocking.
1: Yo, oh, every time he says shocking, it hits hard. Like, no matter what. Because he says it in the funniest times. He's like, shocking! Or, he's, or he says his other little squee or whatever. He's he's just a comical character. Perfect two comic relief characters. They add uh, incredible balance to this wild I got to give both these episodes at least a 4.7, 4.8. Yeah, I got to give them a 4.8, Like not if not a 5. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. These might be 5s. Yeah, because the shit that went down, bro, I, I want to say 5, but I, I feel like we haven't seen the 5 yet. I feel like we haven't broke the Richter scale to where it's like 10. You know what I'm saying? 15. Like, uh, we. Right now, I want to give it max. The only reason why it's keeping me from giving it the max is cause I feel like we're gonna see the max. Yeah. No, one hundred. So I'll say four point four point nine even. It's almost there. If it would've just had a little if it just had a you know what I'm saying? Like we still got a lot of mysteries and we got a lot of mysteries solved, but at the same time, um, I, I feel like we'll appreciate these episodes more when we get everything. So we'll like I feel like once we get to the end of uh Doro we can go back to the front and be like, damn, this was good. They tease us so much shit. I feel like everything I've seen in Doro Hidro so far. Like, you know how I'm questioning the other guy with cross eyes. Like I'm I'm sitting yeah. there looking at this show. Like they're not just giving us some bullshit mindless show. They're giving us a lot of a lot of things to uh break down and examine. And it's kind of too much to chew while you're eating it. Like you don't really it's got an aftertaste where you go back, you be like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm with you. Like shit is
0: Lit and I'm loving every moment of Doro for sure, giving them both 4.8s. Solid, solid. Let's get to my hero first episode Deku versus Gentle Criminal. In this episode, we find out about Deku's glove powers, about how he can shoot the uh wind bullets, and how uh may help made the glove even better. We uh start the fight of the Gentle versus Deku, we learn Gentle's powers about elasticity. They end up fighting in this like uh this construction site. And basically gentle kind of puts Deku in a corner and Deku doesn't back down. He, they, he tracks him into the forest and the episode ends with them getting ready to do the main fight in the next episode. Um, so we're going to talk about both of these at once. Oh, we can talk about them both at once if you want. Aaron. Oh, well, well
1: cause I'm, I'm looking at it like I definitely want to see. I liked the first episode more than I liked the second one. Oh, with the backstory of Gentle in the second one and then finishing the fight? Yes, I, I did like the backstory with Gentle. I liked the backstory with... Um, La Brava. La Brava. I loved... Uh, the fight was cool. I'm not going to lie. The fight was definitely decent. But um, talking about the first episode, I really love seeing Deku stand up to um Gentle. I really love seeing Gentle's reaction to it. It was really dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, just the way he was so nonchalant about it, but he was kind of feeling that out at the same time. He's like, this nigga might be strong. Let's see what's up with this little dude. Oh, he's yeah. fast. He's like, he might be, he might be somebody Work, you know what I'm saying? And, and, like, he suspended his plan because he was like, I got to give this this young kid the
0: time of day. Cause like, yeah. Because he's, like, he's the real deal. So that, that, that was pretty much episode uh, 84. We'll talk about 85 now. 85, we get into the backstory of La Brava. We learn how she was a, she... Uh, confessed her love to someone they didn't res- light respond to well she became a shut-in she fell in uh she fell and became a fan to gentle she goes to him like I want to help you and they go through this whole thing gentle starts painting his eyes because he's he, he ends up uh finding friendship and caring for La Brava and like gives her the name Labrava and they start being a duo and then we find out her quirk powers love she gives gentle this boost of super strength or this this boost of love power they make his to Boost his stamina, his speed, his strength. Give Just give him a boost. And then we see that fight between Deku and Gentle and how they have dreams. Like, she can't let Labrava down. But Deku's like, I can't let All Might, Mirio, Aerie, all the people who got me here down. I love the moment where Deku's just like, bro, I fought stronger people than you. If you think that little <laughs> knock to the back of the head just gonna knock me out, I'm getting up. See, that's why I fucked with these Gentle episodes. Because this arc, 100%, if you're not a Deku fan, this is not an arc, like... No Todoroki action, no. Like this isn't for other. This isn't for the class. Mm-hmm. This arc gives you payoff for Deku. All right, he has his dream. He's come this far. He's bounced back from the overall. He's now. Let me not say seasoned, but now he has his foot on. Like he's in the he's in the game now. Mm-hmm. And like he's no longer breaking body parts, having to go all out to beat someone. Like nah, he got full, He got twenty percent full calling, and he's learning his moves.
1: Now, see, this is just my personal opinion, but this is the problem I had with this episode. Uh, episode 86 or 85? Uh, I believe it's 86. This this is the problem I've had with this episode. 85. Um, a couple things rubbed me the wrong way, and there was a point in time when I'm watching this episode where I felt, and this is the first time I felt this, this arc, but I felt like this whole arc was forced. And I haven't, this is the whole time I felt like this, the whole time watching My Hero from the Jump. I feel like it was forced exposition to show Deku's growth, like you said, to show his new power, to show Deku just be badass. I feel like you could have given him another. Uh, you didn't have to give him a throwaway villain. You didn't have to give him like a villain to just come do some fuck shit. Like you didn't have to give him a filler arc villain, but not filler. Like you you made a filler arc canon, if that makes sense. And it didn't feel like that at first I, to me. Before you see the Deku, um, before you even really get to see what. Um, his quirk is the, the, the elasticity or whatever you don't get to see him really use it in a way you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. in a fight or whatever I'm thinking uh, this guy's at least gotta be uh, an opponent with this badass kind of quirk that's gonna really um give Deku a run for his money, and he kind of did for a second. But Do you feel this was is because kinda...
0: you're a villain guy and you wanted more from the villain?
1: I wanted a lot more from the villain. Mm. Just the fact that uh, La Brava's power was, her uh, quirk was love, and it's like, ah, the quirk of love is like lame. I didn't like that a lot. And I like La Brava as far as just her character uh, up until that point. I liked uh La, um Gentle up until the point where I just didn't take him serious anymore. Because it's like, there was a point where I felt like I should have took him, even though he's goofy. He's a goofy YouTube character, but I felt like he was going to pose some kind of threat to Deku. At, when Deku, like, whooped his ass, Deku kind of, like, got beat up a little too much. or He had to work a little too hard for that. I know he really smacked him, like, spanked him. and was like, sit down. I've fought and, you know, I've beaten stronger guys than you. But at the same time, he did give Deku a little workout.
0: But let me let me pose a counter to that. Because to beat off, after you have something like Overhaul where you give Deku 100%, and it's through Airy Mm-hmm. You gotta take a step back and let's see where he's at by himself, and see if we can push him and challenge him with just him by himself.
1: And see, I would love to see that. I would love to see Eko get his ass kicked a little bit, and then be like, "Okay, I could do this with whatever percent." Instead, you know what I'm saying? And you don't but think
0: that was accomplished? In this?
1: Gentle just wasn't the one I wanted to see it mm. with because gentle he just wasn't. He Didn't pose enough of a threat to me. I don't want to see another overhaul back to back, you know what I'm saying? I know it was going to be a small, smaller scale arc, but to me, it felt like it was just to show off Deku's new shoot style uh, the, his new like fist uh, shot power. It was just to show like a, a little bit of um progression in his strength, but at the same time, it could have been done executed a little bit more to where I felt like there was a point in time where I didn't feel like there was any risk, and from the jump it's like a fucking festival and he's just interrupting the festival probably to goof off. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if he was going to do anything besides just ruin their day. He wasn't trying to kill them. He's a gentle superhero, I mean a gentle villain or gentle criminal which kind of, you know he wasn't going to pull up to UH and just kill everybody or like blow something up. The stakes were never high to begin with but I didn't really feel, it felt like the stakes were higher than were even though from the jump I knew they weren't. The
0: only stakes were that
1: erie wouldn't get to go to the festival and i love seeing the fact that it's Ari versus Lebrava at a certain point like you see labrava she's like this little girl and she wants to see and, and
0: that's why they're both similar because they're fighting for similar things
1: and i did like that to and a certain the, extent it
0: shows the juxtaposition of how deku could have been gentle in, in mm-hmm. any form
1: in like another and see don't get me wrong right because it does sound like i'm i'm complaining super hard about this shit but like i love the first episode I liked the second episode, but I didn't love it. And up to this point, up until this point of my hero, I've loved everything. Like after season one, when you start seeing Deku shine a little bit, I love the tournament. I love the uh, the whole arc where they were like out in the field. like You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, no, they were I, I muscular. Can, I can agree with th- that.
0: This is the this is probably my least favorite
1: arc of the a, And that's what I'm saying. This is the first time. And I was enjoying the arc up until the point where I just felt like, damn, this arc is low-key a waste of time. If that makes sense. I'm not saying it was. You get to see a lot of cool
0: shit. It's just to get us to the next point. It's to get us to because this is the the, t- the cool-down arc before we pick back up. Because mm-hmm. Next episode, we're, we're going with I mean, Ness
1: Arc is with Endeavor and Hawks. And this is kinda this is kinda to this point too, though. But this is the first time where you you know what I'm saying? You see that roller coaster slow down and the pacing kinda gets like, you know, and like I, I said, we yeah. could have been dealing with this for millions of episodes. So I'm glad we just got it for a couple. But um this is the first arc to where I was like, damn, did this really need a whole arc? Like this reminds me of a Dragon Ball Super arc between arcs like you know how they would have like a quick remember the uh copy vegeta arc not saying this was as trash because yeah no it's I, not as trash. i actually though, got yeah. some kind of enjoyment from this arc the and vegeta i think you are gonna
0: like the, the the class shit when they play the the festival
1: and that's probably gonna be cool as well because that's gonna give you a slice of life feel
0: and this this arc is more so sure to give us student
1: time and that's cool That's that's definitely cool because it
0: is a high school anime at the end of the day
1: i guess it just didn't play out uh, to its full potential or the way I thought uh, the way I wanted it to play out if that makes sense no, for sure. I got this is the first time because I have high expectations of my hero this is the first time they haven't met them if that makes sense because not saying it doesn't deserve a slowdown arc but I'm the guy that championed their filler beginning of season 4 episode I was like nigga they did filler and I actually watched it not only did I watch the filler but I came away from that filler enjoying it this I could have enjoyed this a little bit more for it being not but filler but this is not Foxy filler Oh, it's far from Foxy filler. And this to me, it wasn't filler. It was canon. But you should not make canon feel like filler. You know That's, what I mean? Yeah, like... it, Like, Gentle felt like a filler villain. And to this point, we've never had a filler villain, so I kind of didn't know how that feel. I, n- I never know how... I don't know how to take that until right now. I'm like, okay, it was cool, but if they would have had him in One's Justice 2, I'd be like... Like, say they make... because I, I think, think he's he, he going to be in the game. He, I'm playing it right now. It's like
0: a DLC probably. And yeah,
1: he's not in the main cast, but if he's DLC, I'd be like... $5 for it?
0: <laughs> nah, I'm not paying for
1: Gentle. La Brava? Yeah, no facts. <laughs> what the fuck is she going to do with Love Powers? But it's bad enough you threw Manetta in. I'm not going to play as Manetta. But
0: this is why, when earlier in the season after Overhaul, I said, where's the season going to end? Mm-hmm. Do we end with Gentle or do we end with Overhaul and Hawks? Because if we end with Overhaul and Hawks, we're going to feel different about season four than if it ends with Gentle.
1: Do you think we could get that off or do you think we're going to stop in the middle of it?
0: See, The outro makes me think we're gonna at least see the beginning of it.
1: Ah, uh, we, we, because the outro, can only we've hope.
0: We've seen Endeavor, we've seen Hawks, we've seen Miracle,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and people don't my readers know who Miracle is, but the bunny, hero, yeah, I've seen her because she's in the trust outro. Me,
1: the timeline has thirsted over Miracle,
0: so it's like we may get it, but I'm not upset at this season because we got the beautiful overhaul arc. Mm-hmm. it's just the season if we would have got that extra bit with that it would have lessened the gentle blow
1: and kind of bringing up the point from earlier from the uh, one of our fan questions um our listener questions you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day looking at it from a business standpoint i could understand why horikoshi would even put an arc like this right after um
0: oh yeah you got to because you can't just go from overhaul arc to endeavor hawks
1: but imagine how well the hall uh overhaul arc was done if you do an arc that of that statue right after, you're not going to get the, that kind of quality off, back to yeah. back. So, when you get that overhaul arc, you give all the budget to that, you give all the attention to that, to where, I'm not saying you could slack the next few episodes, but like these past few episodes have been animated well, but they haven't been spectacular as crazy mop psycho animation, like, you know what I'm saying? Although the fight with Gentle did
0: have, like, when he got the love shit, that was a pretty good. It, did, it did have some.
1: It did have some decent some moments, yeah. But it wasn't like overhaul no, final no, no, episode no. level and overhaul the whole season. Like not season, the whole arc. Like the whole God eater, uh, Sun eater fight. The whole everything had like the whole Muriel fight. It was animated spectacularly for like what ten episodes in a row. Yeah, we got a couple episodes of good animation. But imagine if we get a, a whole arc full of back to back craziness. I don't think they would have that. It's my hero, but. They'd have to get a Dragon Ball Super Episode 5 episode in somewhere.
0: And and look, I'm like I said, this is the tune-down arc before we get to the,
1: mm-hmm. the thing. What would you rate these two episodes? I'd give them a good
0: three seven. I'm gonna give them a four. Solid four. No more than
1: a four. It's, it's deserving of it, you know what I'm saying? I'm just a little overcritical of it.
0: No, i f I'm glad you are, because like you you you're not wrong you like wrong. I said
1: it's not bad. I don't find it bad. I'd give it a two or a one, but I, I did enjoy it. But I found myself not enjoying it as much as I've enjoyed anything else in no, my and, hero. and I
0: can agree with that. It, it, this I think I wasn't meant to. I'm a Deku fan. This wasn't I, meant to like be a said, five. Like I said, when I watched the when I read the manga, I was like, "You, when is this? When is this over with? I'm mm-hmm. ready for what's next." But being a Deku fan that I am and knowing where we go, rewatching this, I see what it's doing. Because you can't like. You got to get Deku to the point to where he okay. He's level cat like he is right now at the top of his first plateau. This is the top for sure. After this, he has to break through to the next point. Hell yeah! And and that comes in season five.
1: And I'm I'm itching for that. Like I'm itching because season five, if it's anything like season four, the first half or if or better, I'm gonna be uh. Like Ready I like it. I
0: said, af, once we got to overhaul, we continue eating as fans. For sure, for sure. So like we're in we're in for something good after this gentle stuff. And besides, it's we're, the school stuff needed to happen because after after the endeavor arc, we don't get much school like school downtime like this. Everything in the school is high paced training or going on missions. Thanks. So. I'm down with this. It's it's whatever. Shout out to the to the gentle arc. Whatever.
1: And and next episode, y'all see me. I may be watching my motherfucking mouth because I may be a lot further than the next couple couple episodes. I'm about to start reading the manga. So
0: yeah, he got for that extra content because we're gonna get you some more content in this uh, quarantine period, especially since our con stuff is shorted. So we're gonna be putting out more videos throughout the weeks including manga reviews, discussions. We're super, super excited to get that cranked off for you. But, Krista, that's the end of the episode this week, brother.
1: Facts. Tell the people where they can find you at on social media. At Chrisa S-J-E, you know what I'm saying? On Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Twitter, you feel me? Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify. Put a space between it. If you're looking for me on Spotify, just type in hashtag Weeb Radio, and you will hear some great anime rap rock tunes as well as OSTs. So just... Link in with your boy, man. More content coming soon.
0: 100%. You can follow me at LimBWT, BWT, follow Bros who Think at Bros Who Think. If you're a movie and uh, TV fan, check out the latest episode of Bros Who Binge on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to podcasts. This Thursday, like I said, Chris will be on the Bros Who Think podcast. We're going to be talking Lil Uzi versus... Uh, Lil Uzi versus Don Tolliver We're going to talk J Electronica We're going to be talking all kind of music and culture Coronavirus stuff We're going to be talking about relationships It's going to be a solid episode it's gonna I'm be, excited
1: It's going to be a wild episode Just to kind of like set up the Mayweather debate Like this To me this feels like a Tyson fight A Mayweather fight When me and Doom get in there And we start arguing about this shit Like it's about to get loud. It's about to be com- very I could see it already that it's gonna be comparable to like some academics, Joe Budden, yelling shit. Because we I love my Uzi, you know what I'm saying? And Doom loves his Don Tolliver album. So we're gonna have some uh it's gonna be exciting. To I'm excited see. to see who wins because like whew, I'm gonna I'm gonna be listening to your points, and I'm not gonna lie, whoever presents the best
0: argument, that's what
1: and he loves both albums, so he's I not do. biased. I do, so we're gonna, we gonna so see do I, but this am leaning.
0: Be sure to check it out. But other than that, that's all we got this week. You guys stay safe. Please, please, I'm going to say this in the other pod, like, look, if you don't have to
1: go to work, don't go out. Like, please don't go out. And if you're out there, protect yourself. Have manners yeah. and be cautious. Like, if you got to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, if you got to cough, even if slight, cough in your arm. Don't be coughing on shit. Don't cough on your hands. Don't touch people. If you see me in public, be like, what's up, my brother? Give it the elbows if you feel like making some physical contact. Don't try to or touch just my do hand, the, bro. Do the
0: uh do the trunks Vegeta. Just hit me with the... The closed peace sign and I'ma know it's real. Like I'ma fuck with that more than but it's just like the faster we all come together and be like, all right, we're gonna stay home, the faster we can get back to normal life. Facts.
1: And wash y'all damn hands. Yeah, especially facts. if y'all are in public. If you have to go to work, wash your damn hands fucking a lot. A lot. Yeah, I'm not gonna do I don't care if you don't time, have hand yeah, sanitizer. You, you
0: gotta do it. So but we will talk to you guys uh probably Sometime later this week If not early next week Before the next episode We're gonna give y'all Some content in the time between But Be safe We'll talk to you soon
1: You look dumb Trying to Use them Pardon them Fuck that Fuck them Bust it them Tell us none of them Fucking right And fuck you If you run with them SGE You look dumb Trying to run against Competition what is that? How see it must have killed that Body bag, these rappers ass, glad raps, trash bag, fuck your track, fuck your life Hit your neck. then send a bag, money stack, niggas mad.